What is up, you guys? I hope you are having an amazing, incredible day. Welcome back to the Happy Bod Squad pod. It's your girl, Coach Coco, and I am so excited for this holiday edition podcast episode today with the lovely, the amazing Coach Rio, where we're going to talk about how to get back on track after traveling on the holidays. So first off, Coach Rio, hi. How are you, girl? Hi, I'm fantastic. It's so good to be back recording another podcast because these are always super fun. Uh, So I can't wait to help you guys out with some tips after traveling and holidays and all the fun shenanigans. (laughs) Yes, exactly. This episode is coming straight after Thanksgiving 2022, where it's really awesome because you know, the last couple of years, the holidays have been a super tough time, right? With COVID, with the pandemic, with the lockdown, Mm -hmm. a lot of people missed out on quality time with their friends and their family. And it almost feels like this day would never come when we would actually get to spend the holidays with our families again. And while so many of us are so excited and we're so happy and we're so grateful to spend this time when we were hosting Mindset Monday a couple of weeks ago, I asked everyone in the room, I was like, hey, can you drop in the chat how you would describe like the emotions that the holidays bring you? Mm-hmm. And pretty much everyone wrote like stress, anxiety, overwhelm, guilt around food, Um, you know, stress from family, all these different things. And so the holidays, which is meant to be a time of joy and rejoice and relaxation and connection actually causes so much stress and so much overwhelm. And we really want to flip that script, right? Because these holidays weren't created to be a downer, right? They weren't created to overwhelm us. They weren't created to make us feel like crap. They were created to make us feel good. So Coach Rio, I know you've actually been traveling these past couple of weeks as well to visit family over here on the West Coast. So before we even dive into like getting back on track after traveling, let's take it a step before with like the preventative side. What are some of your tips for making that transition as easy as possible by staying a little bit more on track in the moments leading up to it? Yeah, it's all about, that's a good question. It's all about planning really, right? I think that we get very consumed with the trip itself or the vacation itself or the traveling itself. And we forget to plan like the before and the after even, you know? Uh, And so lots of, I think lots of prepping can be involved, but like, I don't know, just me, I'm a little bit obsessive. So I like to make sure I pack pretty early and like I have a list of things that I'm going to want to take or bring back, et cetera. And then I kind of trickle it in to my week throughout the the week or weeks leading up. So, you know, the day before or the, you know, a couple of days before it doesn't get stressful because I know, I know some people get really stressed like the day before travel, um, especially when you're traveling with other people. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like you're reverse engineering it. I just saw this hilarious TikTok video. That was this guy being like, oh my God, I just learned that all girls do this. So <laughs> to get to brunch at one, you have to be ready to leave at 12, which means your hair and makeup, or you need to start your makeup at 11, but you need to shower at 10 Mm -hmm. and you need to start (laughs) drinking your coffee at nine. So you need to be up by eight. 
It's a whole day event. <laughs> one. And it's the same with the airport, right? Because it's uh-huh. like, not only do you have to do all those things, but then you also have to finish like the last minute packing and like cleaning the dishes and walking to the car and like all these different things. So yeah, I just wanted to add that. In. Yeah, no. I mean, and just like, you know, when you think about getting back on track and like back into your routine, it's very tricky after some time off too. So like, and that's kind of what I want, why I wanted to talk about this too, because it is the holiday season, but you know, whether it's a holiday season or whether you just like travel for work, like I know a lot of you guys travel for work a lot too. Anything that basically like breaks you from your certain normal habits, um, you know, your normal routine, it can very easily feel like a mental challenge because we immediately start thinking about like the load of things that we have to get back to doing as soon as we're back from that trip or back from vacation or whatever the case is. And so I think the biggest piece for like these tips that I have for you guys too, is that it's really just a matter of how you'd like to adjust your mindset slash approach about what it takes to get back going again. Um, And so that's why I wanted to also kind of share these tips to kind of help alleviate some of that anxiety about it too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I really want to give a shout out to all of our clients who absolutely crushed it this Thanksgiving as well. And last night's Mindset Monday call, we went around the room and we celebrated wins and almost every win was like, yeah, I got to spend Thanksgiving with my family and I don't feel like I overate or overdrank. Like I woke up the next morning still feeling great, or I went to bed feeling awesome. I prioritized my sleep. Mm-hmm. I continued to do my workouts while I was on the road. I messaged my coach and said, Hey, I can't do my normal gym routine. Can I have some home workouts? And so it was so cool for me to see everyone literally setting themselves up for success, maybe not doing a hundred percent that they would do if they were home, right? Maybe playing at 50% or 80% but still seeing themselves really putting in that effort and being flexible. That was so cool to mm-hmm. see. And so Coach Rio, now that everyone is home, they're back from the holidays, they're getting settled, you know, for the next week or two before yeah. the next round of next holiday begins. <laughs> yeah. Or the, you know, next batch of holiday parties. Right. You know, what are, what are these tips? I believe that there's five that we're going to talk about today for getting back on track. Yeah. Totally. So the first tip um, is to ease your way back into all of your tasks and responsibilities as much as what you can control. Because so sometimes like Jen and I were actually just talking about this before we started for when I get back, you know, sometimes I was expressing to her that sometimes I need a day to recoup, you know? Um, And so depending on also like how long I was gone or just off my normal routine in general, I can easily start to feel like that whole first week like being back completely feel thrown off. Um, And so it's important to ease your way back into your tasks and not just dump everything back onto your schedule just because you're back now. So basically I would say with this, when possible, like try to schedule at least a day in between before returning to work. So like I was just saying, I'm in California right now. So I scheduled my flight for a Saturday so I could use Sunday to like get some extra sleep, um, adjust to being back home, get prepared for the week, maybe order some grocery delivery etc. And so also on top of that, regarding like chores and like day-to-day responsibilities, I also try to prioritize doing the most important tasks first 
um, things that I know need to be done immediately, and then kind of trickle the other tasks um, into later of the week, or depending on what it is, maybe even into next week. And then you can even like create sort of a, a transitional schedule for yourself. I'm like doing air quotes um, for your first week back. So basically your first week back shouldn't look like your normal weeks, but it's a transitional week. So you can get tasks done and schedule them for yourself, um, but at least it'll still have some structure and you're not just trying to do this thing here and that thing there and squeeze this one thing in and like being all over the place. You can still have some structure to it, but it can look a little bit different. It's more of a transition. Yeah, exactly. It's like really give yourself permission to have that ramp up period. You don't have to completely change everything in a day and it's way better to go slow and steady, but be fully back on track in a week than go, you know, excuse the language, but like balls to the wall and then burn out two days in and then be absolutely making no progress by Mm -hmm. the end of the week. So first step is just easing your way in, right? Scaling it up to where you used to be. What's the next one? Um, the next one kind of piggybacks off of that. So it's actually being comfortable scaling back the intensity or the frequency in which you do things until your back settles. So like an example for this would be if you're someone who usually works out four days a week, right? Maybe your first week back, you should aim for two days or maybe having shorter workouts or replace some of those more structured ones with like some short walks, right? Some yoga, some stretching before bed, something like that. And same thing for tracking your food, because I know that we we don't track our food all the time when we're traveling, or maybe we'll send food photos here and there, right? But set yourself a reminder to get back on track with tracking your food. But even with that, maybe it's three full days of tracking this week, as opposed to five, it's totally fine. Um, And then I know another thing too, some of you guys work from home, or at least have the option to work from home a couple of days per week, maybe it's a good idea if you can schedule yourself um, an extra work from home day, or maybe a half day at work um, when you come back. So then that way, again, um, you it's just a lot, it's just a matter of giving yourself that permission to scale back the intensity in which you do the thing. So even if you still do all of the things, it's okay to see if you can scale back in some areas you have control over. Right. It's like giving yourself that permission to go slow and not like take shortcuts, but make your life easier, mm-hmm. right? Like I know for me, and I was just talking about this in Slack, I, on the weeks that I'm very, very busy or the week after I get back from travel, I like don't have that full day to meal prep. You know, I love my Sunday meal prep. It's my mm-hmm. favorite day of the week. I get to plan all my meals and do all the cooking. And I just feel very productive and accomplished afterwards. Um, but like, for example, with this Thanksgiving, I got back Sunday night at about, 8 or 9 p.m. and was dealing with a time difference. So and so mm-hmm. it felt even an hour later than that. It's like I obviously wasn't going to go to the store, meal prep, cook, clean, all the different things. So getting pre-cooked meat, you can get it at Trader Joe's, you can get a rotisserie chicken, you can get it at Sprouts, like you can literally get pre-cooked chicken anywhere, getting pre-cut vegetables or a pre-made bag of salad and knowing, okay, this is going to just be my lunch for at least like Monday, Tuesday. Just mm-hmm. so that way I've like, I've got it. It's there. It's not going to be the most exciting meal of the week, but like, that's okay. And being okay with that because I eat to live. I don't live to eat. And one of the, you know, beliefs that I used to have was every meal had to be this big, grandiose, amazing, incredible experience. Cause I wasn't really getting 
um, a lot of entertainment in other areas of my life. So it was like, yeah, what am I going to get for lunch today? I'm going to go like get the delivery or get the takeout or get the super decadent thing um, Mm -hmm. because I am coming off of a holiday and I don't feel like cooking or meal prepping. Um, But in reality, I physically feel so much better when I have the boring meal for the couple of days. And then that motivates and inspires me to also then go meal prep something super yummy and delicious for the rest of the week. So absolutely love that tip, Coach Rio. What is the next one? Well, the next one is about food. Um, so yeah, so that's a perfect segue. Yeah. Guys have a plan for your food, right? When you're coming back from a trip, I feel like one of the biggest overlooked pieces is having food already upon your return. And depending on how long you're gone in a trip or once the holidays over and your holiday leftovers are done with, you can tend to kind of scramble to figure out what to eat. So I recommend before the festivities even begin, before you even leave for travel, make sure your food upon return is a part of the plan. And that's what I was saying in the beginning, like make sure you're not just hyper-focused on the event itself or on the travel itself. Make sure you're planning beforehand and after the fact. So you can pre-order some grocery delivery to be there by time you get there or to swing by after the airport and pick it up, right? Like um, what is it? Grocery pickup, right? Or even meal delivery prep service, or even before you leave, maybe you can cook Um, some meal prep and stock your freezer with the food. So then that way, when you come home, you can just pull it out the freezer, boom, it's there for you. And like the other piece of this, it's not only important to consider this simply just to get back on track, but to be quite honest, like when you're traveling, especially you tend to eat more of things you don't normally eat. Right. And you can also become less hydrated. And a big one is your immune system is a bit lower after travel or during travel as well. So I can't count the number of times a client has come back from travel, not feeling feeling well. Like it's so common. Um, I know almost everyone has like had this experience. And so having also some highly nutritious food already waiting and like ready for you is going to be the key to also just get back energized, you know, but also to help your body get back to its normal state of balance. Yeah, absolutely. Shots fired considering I'm still here sitting. You guys could probably hear I'm a little bit nasally I have been down with like the worst cold slash flu slash I don't even know what the heck ever that I've had in years and years and years, which it really took me out. Like I started to feel it before a trip that I went on about two weeks ago. But then when I flew back to San Diego about a week and a half ago, it just hit me like a wall of bricks. Like, and you guys know this, it's like your body is smart. Your body will put off a cold as long as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what my immune system was doing. And the second I got home and was like, okay, I have a whole week until my next trip. It was like, boom, like just hit an absolute wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, giving myself permission to just go slow and take that time to rest and recover was really, really important. Maybe this is also another one of your tips. I don't know. I don't actually have the cheat sheet coming ahead. So I'm like jumping the gun. Poor coach Rio is like, oh, I have to go. No, this is great. It's like, it's transitioning so nicely. We're on the same page. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, this has been really tough for me um, because I've really had to slow down on a lot of my goals. Like I will admit to you guys, I have not worked out in um, almost two weeks, I think. Um, it'll be like two weeks tomorrow because it's like, I needed to give my body that permission to rest mm-hmm. and recover because working out while it's an amazing form of stress release, 
actually puts added stress on your body. So still walking, still doing yoga, still stretching, still being as active as possible, but like, you know, maybe not going to my boxing class three times a week and absolutely annihilating there (laughs) was a really important, like almost short-term sacrifice I had to make for long-term health and longevity. And then also, you know, of course, not getting other people sick by me sweating and drooling over all the other equipment at other places. So um, with that, (laughs) what is our next tip for getting back on track? Yes. So the fourth tip actually was something I was just recently talking to coach Martina in Atlanta about, and this one is actually um, for you to not come home and immediately step on the scale and see if you've gained mm-hmm. weight. Mm-hmm. Um, because you guys, you're setting yourself up for potential unnecessary mental torture if you okay. do this, okay? Because when you travel, you will experience more bloating and more sodium retention. It's just a fact. So instead of freaking yourself out and feeling like you're, you're in vacation just in, or holiday completely ruined your progress, Focus on getting in your water, right? Getting up your hydration and movement as a priority. Even just like what Jen was saying, whether you're not feeling the best or whether you're feeling exhausted, you can go for a walk. You can do some stretches. You can do some yoga. Allow those to be your priority and give your body, you know, about a week to reach back to its normal homeostasis. And if you need to take your measurements or something in your photos or whatnot, your coach will be completely okay. If you want to put it off for a week after travel, it's totally not a big deal. Um, but do not step on the scale and see, quote unquote, how much damage you did, because it's not helpful, nor is it permanent, even if there is some sort of gain. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Because there's so many different factors going into it and it can be so demotivating. And mm. it's so interesting, right? Because it's like we all step on the scale knowing that we're not going to like the results, but it's yeah. almost like it's like watching a car accident, right? Like you can't look away. Right. It's like, it's like mental torture. Like why, why are you going to do it to yourself? You know, it's going to be horrible to watch yet. You can't stop yourself from doing it. It's like curiosity. And there's also this hope of like, well, maybe it didn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, what I usually find is the case and it's so messed up. is like, we usually find the clients who like, didn't really stay super consistent. They went off track. They did kind of whatever they step on the scale and they're always like, Oh my God, I lost a pound over the holidays. Like, this is so great. And then the clients who were super consistent, they were very disciplined. They were working out and like eating super clean. They're like, I don't get it. I gained a pound. It's like never the people who expect. Yeah. It's like always the opposite of what you totally. So yeah. Giving yourself that permission to delay your way in for another week, drink your water, hydrate, you know, eat your greens, eat your veggies, all the different things is super valuable. And so what is our last tip of the night? So the last thing, which is probably the first thing you should do when you get back is message your coach guys message us because sometimes because, and all of us do this, right? Sometimes we get so caught up in just picking up life where we left off and getting back into the hustle and bustle of everyday life, right? We forget to sit down and reflect, right? How did this trip or this holiday go? How did you feel about your actions and decisions? You know, what happened? What was great about it? What was a challenge about it? And maybe what would you like to happen differently for the next time, right? And if you're having concerns getting back into the week or getting back into the groove again, um, or you're just, again, wanting to reflect and kind of talk through how that trip went and how that, you know, that experience went, message your coach and let us know how you're feeling during the week that you're first 
boost back, right? Like don't wait until your check-in at the end of the week or the beginning of the next week to let us know what's going on. Because especially if you're having a hard time adjusting and getting back into the swing of things, we can help you set some more manageable, smaller goals and help make sure you're feeling good going into the first week being back instead of you struggling on your own and then telling us after the struggle is over, right? Um, So yes, message us and let us kind of help you reflect. And because here's the thing too, I find that sometimes some of you guys feel a little bit ashamed of how your trip went, right? You're like, oh, I didn't eat the best. Oh, I didn't work out. Oh, I didn't do all these things. And you're so focused on what you didn't do and you feel bad about it. And you guys remember, I, I tell you guys, some of you guys this all the time. It's just data. You have to go through adversity. You have to go through a challenging moment and you have to fail a little bit so we can understand what the challenges are so we can fix them. So it's not for you to judge yourself. It's not for you to make yourself feel bad if the trip didn't go as well as planned. Guess what? It is okay. So discuss it with us so we can help you through it so it can be better next time. So even right now, right? We have Christmas coming up. We have New Year's coming up, right? How did Thanksgiving go for you? Let's talk about it so we can help you feel like just even if it's just 10%, you know, better or more prepared for the next holiday. Absolutely. Like consider Thanksgiving to be the trial run, right? Because, you know, in coaching, there is no failure. There's only feedback. So take this and say, okay, I spent the weekend with my family and here were the wins. Here were the parts that were really easy for me. And here were the parts that were really difficult for me to prioritize. How can I spend these next couple of weeks creating a strategy, right? Because it's like, I think a a lot of the times we can get to the holidays and be like, okay, I just got to keep my head down and just power through the next Mm -hmm. month. But here's the thing, the holidays, they come every year. <laughs> it's not like, it's so funny to me because I feel like every year the holidays roll around and we are all shocked that they're happening. Like, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving is happening this year. I feel so unprepared, but it's like, girl, <laughs> you've had, you know, 25 years to prepare for this <laughs> and 365 days since the last one. And so like, give yourself that permission to evaluate from a a place of unattachment, like no criticism, right? To be like, okay, cool. Like this was the rehearsal. It didn't go as anticipated. How do I do better for the next one? Because we have, yeah, we have the holidays, but then we also have birthdays. We have vacations. We have work travel. We have social travel. We have obligations, right? I feel like in the next three years, every single person I know is going to get married. Um, So I'll probably be like, traveling to weddings every single weekend um, <laughs> for the next, like, yeah, everybody was laughing too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so finding those ways to stay on track, because this isn't just like a holiday conversation. This is a real life mm-hmm. conversation. And we don't have to view travel as this thing that's like miscellaneous and unexpected. Like we can plan for that and we can have that strategy because if you're traveling for one week out of the month, that's still 25 percent out of your year. So like, yes, styling in those habits and routines during the other 75% of the time, but finding the strategy for the other 25%, because I could guarantee you the stress that you're probably feeling in anticipation, you would do so much better to just not have to worry about it, to not have it be a thing that's on the front of your mind to just like enjoy that time being like, wow, I can't wait to spend time with my family. I can't wait to go on this trip. I can't wait to explore a new city for work versus like, oh fuck, it's really going to mess up my like fitness goals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To piggyback off of that too, 
I like to tell you guys, you know, when you're going to travel, make sure you're not going into it with the same mindset and expectations for yourself as if you were at home. Cause that's where we kind of set ourselves up a little bit too. Like we go into travel and we go into holidays trying to hold ourselves to the same standards as if nothing is going on and it's just another normal week. And so just like how we talk about the 80-20 rule, just on a day-to-day basis, maybe think about more of a 50-50 rule when you're traveling and when you're on vacation and things like that, because that's where a lot of our torment comes from. We're trying to operate as if we're at home on our normal schedule, with our normal food, with our normal resources, and that's just not the case. And so make sure you're being fair to yourself with your expectations that you're setting as well when you're traveling and making sure you're really acknowledging like, look, I'm not at home right now. It's going to be a different week. It's going to be a lot more going on. That doesn't have to mean that it's bad. It just means that this week is going to be different. And so, you know, eventually the goal is for you to have a, obviously a day-to-day plan for your normal day-to-day, but have a plan specifically for how you would like your travel to look too, as opposed to setting yourself up to feel already disappointed because you're not able to do your, your workouts five days a week. Like you do, like you're at home. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like giving yourself that permission to take imperfect action and not ask yourself, like, was I perfect? Or how about, did I do everything that I could with the resources that I had? Mm-hmm. You know, did I give it a hundred percent of what was available to me in that moment. And hundred percent of what's available to you today is different than what was available to you a week ago, than what's going to be available to you a month from now. And so just going to sleep at night being like, did I do the best that I could with the resources, time and options that I had? And that's all that we ask. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, to Rio's last point of just like, reach out, ask for help, have the conversation. That's so important. Like do not punish yourself. Do not shame yourself. Do not hold back and be like, Oh no, I have to get myself back on track because I, you know, made my bed. I got to lay in it. It's like, no, it's literally, we're here to help you. We want to see you succeed. And if we can help get you back on track, just 10% sooner, it's totally worth it. You Mm -hmm. know, ask for help, be humble enough to do that and be humble enough to make the plan that way. Again, like we can learn from it, just like we were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. So Coach Rio, I just want to say thank you so much for your time today, for helping us learn how to get back on track after the holidays. I know this is going to be so helpful, not just this week, but every week over the next (laughs) month slash two months slash year. Uh, So I appreciate you so dang much. Of course. It was my pleasure. I love it. Absolutely amazing. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today as well. I hope you have the most amazing, incredible rest of your week. If you enjoyed this episode, send Coach Rio some love in Slack or on the training app so we can spread it even more. And always, always, always remember squad that the best is yet to come.